All right, Colleen. Yep. Thank you for joining me, honey. Forgive me one reason. I'm sure. honored that you'd be willing to talk with me. I was captivated by something, as you said, in class, and then afterwards the other day, and I, um, I'm glad we connected. Yeah, it's, so, it's uh, quite a story. Yes, thank you. Why don't you tell me your background before we get to uh, what you believe now? All right, so it's going to be quite a story. Um, I'm a, a returning adult student. Okay, how old are you? I will be 35. Okay, so we're stretching the millennial thing, but we can <laughs> stretch it. That's yes. fine. Well, it really does depend on what textbook, article, so peer-reviewed, so you know, the... <laughs> Somewhere in the 80s, the millennials yeah. started, although I still prefer to be called Gen Y because yes. I myself am a very much a questioner. Yeah. I love asking why. I love knowing the backgrounds of yeah. everything and of what goes where and why was this, how did this come to be mm -hmm. and everything. But so, yeah. Um, but my background with religion is, is quite um, different. I, growing up, my, when my parents were together, they separated in 89, they divorced in 90. I knew I was baptized, but that was all I knew. Like, mm -hmm. had no other real experience with religion outside of going to a funeral mm -hmm. um, for my grandfather that passed away when I was six. And I don't remember too much of that funeral except for that I wanted my grandpa to have a rainbow, so I drew him a rainbow. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to hide under the casket. Mm -hmm. That's all I remember of that funeral. Um, now a couple of years passed, my mom met this guy, um, actually through my brother, he, he, you know, wooed my brother to get in with my mom, which annoyed the hell out of me. My mm -hmm. brother is younger than I, mm -hmm. um, and I did not like this guy. I didn't really like him from the start and I'm seven years old, maybe eight years old when he came around, um, second grade. So yeah, 92. Um. I just think not get a good vibe but my mom fell for him and so they got married well we were never a church family but now all of a sudden because this guy was around we're a church family mm -hmm. I had no clue what that meant mm -hmm. but and I and I didn't I didn't like it I didn't agree, I didn't agree with it as a kid so even in second grade you had a strong opinion I was I was I'm not shocked Colleen I was questioning why yeah. are we going to church we did not go to church before why all of a sudden what do we have to go to church now yeah yeah I very much did like to ask the question why yeah. um but we did we we showed we showed up to church he had two kids of his own that were a little bit older than I am so we were a blended family of six and it was an every other weekend deal so mm -hmm. you know every other weekend all six of us were together and now it's like they the other two they were by their mom and my brother and I we were by our dad and now my dad and his wife we didn't go to church mm -hmm. we didn't really talk about religion we 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 went to parks and we went to go see movies and we went to the mm -hmm. zoo and the museum like we did we did family things but mm -hmm. ch church or faith was never included in that but now with my mom it was so a couple of years go by and they're still together but the, the their relationship and his relationship with, with my brother and I are not good um, I had verbal abuse physical abuse um, emotional abuse because that's different mm -hmm. at times um, and yet we still went to church mm -hmm. every other weekend when we were not going out on like family vacations, mm -hmm. cross country camping trips, because we didn't do churches then. Like, and that never made any sense to me. Like, if we're mm -hmm. gonna do this, this has to be a consistent thing. Sure. So I would question why on that. 
I've learned not to question why on things with my <laughs> my parents, but I still did it. Mm-hmm. Just a very curious child. Mm-hmm. So now we get to the point where I, I had to go through um, CCD classes or whatever they were like called. Confirmation Con- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Prep for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I knew even then mm-hmm. this was not going to be followed through all the way to confirmation, mm-hmm. which I probably shouldn't have told that to my mom because she did not like hearing that. Mm-hmm. But I did it, um, and I was with I was in a class with a whole bunch of kids that were just not really paying attention at all, like, and they were just acting up. So we never even really got anything out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really read a verse in the Bible until I actually came to college. <laughs> wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have I had no clue what like. Okay, I, forgive me for my ignorance on this, but like the the numbers and the verses, like oh, okay. I still Chapter don't know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. still have yeah. no clue. Yeah, it, it, I I see fifteen and then two dots and then three. Like, yeah, what the heck do I have strange, to? But it's not like a normal book. No, no, this is not a chapter or a page. Like, how yeah. do you get that? What? Yeah. yeah, I didn't learn that. <laughs> and now at like thirty four, I know this, <laughs> but yeah. I still have to think about it. But anyways, what we were talking about before in the, sh- the story that I shared with you um, was my, my pretty much, I think, my breaking point with religion. Um, and it happened when I was in, I believe I was a, a freshman. Um, what led up before this was my eighth grade year of school. Um, I, I did not do well. I failed. I would have had to repeat eighth grade if my mom didn't actually go to bat for me and I, I took eighth grade and ninth grade at the same time. Mm. But I was so low, I was so depressed, I was so gone, like I had actually tried to kill myself mm. um, because of the relationship that I was in between my mom and her husband, mm. um, my, my stepdad who I now refer to as the jackass. Like, mm-hmm. if I will, if there is any time that I talk about him, I refer to him as the jackass because mm-hmm. in my world, that's what he was. He was mm-hmm. just this this authority figure of hate mm-hmm. and hate towards me. Like, I heard in eighth grade across the dinner table from a man who made us go to church and was claimed to be religious mm-hmm. tell me that I was going to amount to nothing. Mm. I was going to be a mom on welfare with six kids from six different daddies. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And this was supposed to be a man that was religious? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, it made no sense to me. Because for me, even as a kid, I always thought that even all religions mm-hmm. were, were supposed to be a place for people to go to have hope. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was not getting any of that. Yeah. <laughs> no hope or future there. There was yeah. zero hope yeah. given, you know. And yeah. it was it was definitely a very unsupportive environment. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I thought that it was not going to get any better. And mm-hmm. what was the point of being around? So, you know, but, you know, silly me, I tried to, to starve myself. And that just didn't work because mm-hmm. I, 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 I like food. Yeah. <laughs> Aww, you know, I, and I laugh about yeah. it now because it's been years past. Yeah. But it was, it was very, sure. very tough. Um, you know, I did, I did pick myself out of the ashes. Um, you asked in class one time, like, you know, what is your superpower? For me, the ability to be myself, even in any sort of situation, mm. is a superpower because I've had people like put me down all the time. But I, like, in the back of my head, I always knew, like, no, that's not right. What they're saying, yeah. even if I had it, uh, like, 
99% of my brain was wrapped around that that's true. I still had that 1% saying like, no, they need you. Awesome. not right Good for you. So that's where her sassiness comes in handy. That's oh right. I a bit of sass. I got a yeah. bit of sass. Um, so the, the breaking point that I had um, was we were getting ready. It was now all, all six of us kids three in high school, myself being a freshman, and my brother who was in middle school, all now trying to get ready for church because we gotta do church, which just made no sense to me. Like, we don't do it consistently. Why? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, beyond the point. Um, and it, we were taking, it was taking a while and, and the jackass was getting more and more frustrated. And I was actually surprisingly the first one done and ready. <laughs> That's not my MO, but that day it just was <laughs> by some sort of miracle. Um, it happened, and I was starving mm -hmm. because I am very much a breakfast eater, and if I don't have something in my mm -hmm. stomach, it's mm -hmm. not going to be good. So I, I poured myself a bowl of cereal, and I was I was just eating away, and I get halfway through it, and all of a sudden everyone's ready to go, and we got to go out the door. Now, me not really thinking, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just save this for later. Cereal is not a thing oh, you want to save yeah. for later, oh, yeah. but but you thought you know whatever. Don't I'll waste come it. back and I'll I'll, I'll yeah. eat it. Yeah, no no amount of food waste. Oh my gosh, I still that's that is the funny part of the story because the rest is just not not good. Um, he my the the jackass got mad about that, so he took the bowl out of the fridge and he was he was already like pissy and angry and already starting to get red in the face and he was a redhead so he was already like more red mm -hmm. <laughs> top of the red um mm -hmm. i don't know why i can picture that he threw the bowl at me mm -hmm. threw it and it was a glass bowl oh this is why i don't like eating out of glass bowls there you go. <laughs> See, we just I saved just, you therapy money. There you go. I had just thought about this week, too, because yeah, I yeah. I was like, oh, I want a bowl of cereal. And, like, all I have left are glass bowls. Like, I don't want to eat out of wow. a glass Isn't bowl. That interesting? That's, that's, wow. interesting. that's so mm -hmm. funky. I mean, this is, like, almost 20 years later. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, anyways. So he throws the glass <laughs> bowl at you? He threw the glass bowl at me. Um, we're in the kitchen. I duck down. It's this old farmhouse, so it's, like, this huge, like, galley-style kitchen, just long. Um... I ducked down, and he got mad that I ducked. I'm like, well, obviously, that's yeah. kind of a, yeah. like, I don't want to be hit. So he he got up to me and started kicking me in my stomach. Mm. Yeah. And um, I don't, like, my brain is this amazing thing that tries to block a lot of this out. So there, there are some things that I can't quite put fully together, which is frustrating, but yet I'm very, very, very grateful for my brain for trying to protect me. Um, I don't know how we got from there to in the vehicle, but we did. We were all in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I know my brother was screaming, screaming out. Um, was your mom defending you? No. My mom never defended me against mm -hmm. him, mm -hmm. ever. Um, my mom and I have had a very, very rocky relationship ever since he came into our world mm -hmm. um, because I did, I did not like him, and she was very mad at me because I did mm -hmm. not like him. But, mm -hmm. you know, even, even as a kid, like, I knew 
it's kind of like a dog superpower too. Like they know good people and they they know people to kind of be weary of. And I I had that too, even as a child. Like I knew good people and I knew who to be weary of. And Mm I I did not like him. Mm -hmm. I did not want him around. But again, he won my brother over. Mm -hmm. So he got in good with one of the kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Men are clever sometimes, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. My brother was also very much like, oh, you're going to buy me things. I like you. Yeah. Like, I'm not that way. Like, you can't yeah. buy me over. No. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I don't know how we got into the vehicle. And we're heading to church. Now it's all six of us. Mm-hmm. And I remember just, just silently just crying and praying. Like, mm-hmm. you just saw what this guy did to me. And it was, it was to God at this point. Mm-hmm. It was like, you just saw what this person did to me. You just saw, like, he kicked a person. And not only, like, just when they were down, but, like, a child mm-hmm. who did nothing. Like, I really did not do anything to antagonize him. Except put your cereal in the refrigerator. I put my cereal in the refrigerator. Like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I made a silly mistake. (laughs) Of course, I'm not going to come back and eat it later. But I might have out of, like, my own little... All high schoolers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're in high school. You don't... You're not fully developed. You're not an adult yet. Mm -hmm. You don't... You haven't learned all that stuff. And just put two and two together, cause and effect. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not fully there yet. But I'm, I'm praying, I'm praying so hard and crying just to like don't let him walk through the church doors. Mm-hmm. Because at this point for me, I, you know, church is the house of God. And that mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I've, my every other religious experience, every other weekend of religious experience has taught me. <laughs> this is the house of God. So I'm like, you're, you're literally like going to welcome him into your house? Like, no. Like, smite him. And I literally, like, smite him. Smite him. <laughs> smite him. Of God to smite him. Please yeah. smite him. It makes him. perfect sense to you, right? Yeah. 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 He walked through the doors. Yeah. And we had to pretend to be this perfect, wonderful, blended family. And mm. I had to, like, I was told to, like, stop crying before we got to the parking lot. And I needed mm. to, like, you know, make sure I didn't... Like freshening yourself up. I literally got kicked in the stomach by you. Like, what do you want me to do? Be happy? Say thank you? Like, that's Mm -mm. not going to (sighs) happen. So, yeah, I I don't remember much of the service. I know that the the peace be with you part, Mm -hmm. I couldn't do. Mm. Like, my mom got mad at me for that. Like, seriously. But she, yeah. Oh, because then you give people the peace Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to turn to your neighbor and say, peace be with you. you. Yeah. And you couldn't do that. I couldn't you, do you it. You didn't have peace, obviously. I had, yeah. Well, you had no peace to give. Yeah. And, like, I I just wanted to, like, turn around and tell the people, like, he just kicked me. And I couldn't do that. So I just kind of just stood there. I never really understood also in, in services, side point, um, my stories have tangents, but mm-hmm. the stand-up, sit-down, the yeah. on-your-knees, yeah. like, this is very odd to me, but yeah. I get it. And the droning, because nobody believes the words, they're just droning them. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, yeah, he did not get smited. Yeah. That all. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it just, and I just didn't understand why. Like, why was this person allowed to walk, walk through these doors? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to protect the week mm. like at that moment I was definitely the week mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and he just was allowed to walk through the doors 
and it, it the relationship with him did not get better um, he continued to be angry throughout the entire service and actually when we got home so that that day got worse um, I did not get kicked anymore thankfully but he was yelling he was like belligerently just stupid and I don't really even remember what about mm -hmm. anymore um, but it got it was to the point where my brother was terrified he grabbed the phone to dial 911 he ran into the bathroom mm. and the jackass busted through the bathroom door mm. grabbed the phone and threw it at my brother mm. yeah he yelled at his two kids my stepbrother and sister to go out into the car and wait for him because they had to go back to their mom it was a Sunday uh, they had school the next day and they waited there probably for about a good hour or so they had no clue what was going on inside and they didn't want to come inside to find out because they knew their dad was not a good person um, I just, I wish I could remember more of that So before day. him, you really had no concept of God or, like, that wasn't a big part of your life at it all? It was not at all, no. And then he brought that in. He brought that in, but he also he brought in like a whole bunch of... And like the of your existence, right, yeah. as a child, as yeah. a young person. He, he, brought, he brought in the religion, but he also brought in hate mm -hmm. and terror mm -hmm. and um, just unsupportive mm -hmm. and... Just he brought in pain mm -hmm. with it. So would you at this point consider yourself what an atheist or agnostic or what? How do you consider yourself? What do you call yourself? So at this point, um, religion still is a bit of a trigger for me because mm -hmm. um, of that that surprise PTSD sure. from that. Sure. Um, you know I do funerals, I do wedding services, but and I've gone to like Christmas service as well. But that's about it. Mm -hmm. And I would say I'm more of just an overall spiritual type person. Like, mm -hmm. I do know that there is some sort of higher power. Mm -hmm. I can't name it mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there's so many different religions. Like, I can't say that one mm -hmm. is wrong, one is right. right. They're, they're just, they're, they're all there to give people faith and hope. Mm -hmm. and, and to show and to guide in a way to be how to be a decent human being. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've had little moments in my life that I know somebody's watching out for me mm -hmm. universe people have passed away some sort of higher power but I can't I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry I'm shaking that story is like tough sometimes oh, that's traumatic honey. um it's hard for me to understand what our role is sometimes or what God thinks our role should be because mm -hmm. I'm heartbroken in that I get why you would want God to step in and intervene and if we serve a loving God why would he not intervene in that scenario um I also think maybe it's unrealistic to think he'd be smited <laughs> but I was but, in ninth grade I'm not being critical I'm saying I get why you would think that in ninth grade totally I get that like I um, see it now like this um my th those two, my mom and mm. the jackass, have divorced. Like he left my mom in yeah. a whole bunch of turmoil, and um, I had found out past that she was also being abused by yeah. this guy, not the physical, but very much the mental abuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. and she, and I feel bad for saying this, but she was never a woman who was as strong-minded as she has the potential to be. 
Can I defend her a smidgen? Oh, please do. I, the culture of our day. Yes. We men, women didn't, our moms didn't stand up for us. Mm -hmm. I have a difficult relationship with my mom too. And I went through abuse as a young girl, not 10, 11 and 12. Mm -hmm. My mom never did anything. And it was bad. Do I think she knew? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think she was worried about her financial future. Women back then, you know, they were the homemakers, yeah. the men, yeah. you know, now we're like, you know, screw you, I'm in college, I'll <laughs> take care of myself. But our moms in those years, and I'm going to say, are, I'm 54, you're 35. Yep. But a lot of women are conditioned to think they can't make it in life without the man. And right? I, and I can absolutely understand that. But we were just, it was my mom, my brother, and I for mm -hmm. a, a couple of years, and she was doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get so, that, honey. And in some and ways, that's hard. That. You know, it's hard sometimes you might even have more, it's harder to get the mom's role than the dad, the subdad mm -hmm. sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've actually had a harder time forgiving my mom for letting this happen to me than I have for the person doing it in some yeah, ways yeah you know what my, I mean because it's hard yeah it took many years but my mom and I are in at a, a good, good point right That's now beautiful. yeah and she's not with them anymore you said no okay. no he actually um not long after that um I would say within the year he he left he came back mm -hmm. um and that did not go over so well with me of course um but then in the long run he like he completely left her, mm -hmm. um, but also left her in financial ruins for a couple of years and she had to fight the IRS and everything. So hmm. yeah. Um, but I've not forgiven him. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't feel like I ever will. That's the one person in my world mm -hmm. that I will not forgive. And I have accepted that there's going to be always a small part that I will not forgive. Did he ever say he was sorry? No, never. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. No. And I told you, I, I saw him once. Mm -hmm. um, I was still friends. I was still close with the, his daughter. Mm -hmm. um, and so was my mom. And she got married. So I went to the wedding. Now my, I was married at that point, And my husband couldn't go because he knew about this story. Mm -hmm. Plus of something that his mm -hmm. son did to me and my brother too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I've had all sorts of the abuses. Sure. sure. The last one was this, the stepbrother, mm -hmm. the evil stepbrother. Mm -hmm. um, but... He he caught me alone for a moment. The mm -hmm. the jackass did, mm -hmm. and he said, "So I heard you got married," and the only thing that I could say was, "Yep." And it's a lot better than the examples I was shown as a child. And that I just I left it it's as that. Out. There was no, I and it was just a huge just kind of weight just Release. lifted yeah. off. Yeah, that's awesome. You could kind of speak your truth there for a minute and mm -hmm. say acknowledge. Yeah. To and his face that this happened. And the amazing thing is that I did it my way. Mm -hmm. Like, I did not do it with... Your and I did it. And I was not hateful. Mm -hmm. I was not spiteful. Mm -hmm. A little sass. But that's <laughs> definitely a bit of me. Mm -hmm. But I, sh I, I showed it in my... In who I am in that mm -hmm. moment. Like, I was not going to fight him at mm -hmm. all. I was just going to be able to be my kind, compassionate self, mm -hmm. but with sass. Good for you. Yeah. That yeah. was... That was so cool. I don't know. We were talking the other day, girls, both of you, about, so what part of the responsibility, so your story brings back, I remember being a little girl, mm -hmm. 10 or 11, saying, God, do you see what's going on with me? Do you see what's happening to yes. me? Yes. 
Do you see this? Because I was a little Jesus freak, you know, and um, I never really got a clear answer. But one day we were at the zoo with the person who was abusing me and my mom, and um, a bird flew over and pooped on his head, <laughs> right on his face. Oh! And I remember right before that, it's all about timing, because right before that, mm-hmm. as I was pondering in my mind, I lived in my head a lot when I was little. I did I pondered too. in my mind, God, do you even see what's going on with me? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a bird shit on his face. It was freaking amazing. <laughs> I felt like, you know, and I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry for you that no bird came along and pooped on yeah, that guy's face. Right. Oh. Because for me, that kind of, sh- I don't know, the time, and maybe it was total coincidence, but when it was aligned with the thoughts in my head. There was but something to it. I was also thinking that the other day after I left you girls, and we were talking about the evil and the suffering in the world, mm-hmm. and how that's like the number one reason why, if you look it up, even on Barna Research, the number one reason why millennials and Gen Zs don't believe there's a God, the ones that don't, is they can't reconcile the suffering in the world. Yeah. But what's beautiful about your generation, and this was a thought I, I wanted to articulate and get this in this podcast, your generation is upset about the suffering not only that happened to you, but all around the world. The oh, people absolutely. The mudslides and starvation, yes. right? It's yes. like, so where is God in all of that? So you cry oh. out, where is God? That makes no sense. Victims and then, so I'm just not going to believe in that, right? Yeah. My generation, when I, I know I get so stereotypical, but I'm in my 50s. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the charismatic, evangelical, word of faith, prosperity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God makes you rich. God makes you healthy. My friends that don't believe anymore, some of them, are ones that they lost somebody to cancer. Yeah. They lost somebody in a financial thing. Now, do you see what I'm saying? It's subtle when I'm trying the argument I'm making. Mm-hmm. I feel in some ways like our reasons for not believing are a little more selfish because, and not everybody, but some people, it's like, okay, screw the third world country person or the hurricane or the typhoon, oh. but God me. bless me yes. because I'm, you know, this, this, and I tithe and I'm going to have 100% come back to me. Oh, damn, it didn't happen. Oh, where's God? I'm mad. Do you see the difference? Yeah. Where you're like, God, if this is this injustice that you let happen, not only to me, but I see it around the world, I don't understand where you are in all that. So in some ways, I have more respect. Does that make sense? For your motivation to not believe. However, I was thinking the other day, when I'm trying to reconcile and see if this makes sense, I remember I told you I saw a cartoon. Mm -hmm. And a guy was sitting across from Jesus, and they both had coffee, and he goes, God, I have a real, Jesus, I have a real problem with you. If you're real, you aren't. What are you doing to alleviate the suffering in the world? And Jesus drinks his coffee and goes, dude, I was going to ask you the same thing. And I I kind of think the answer is in there. Mm -hmm. Like, God gave us this world to be stewards over and to love each other. Gave us an example. I even feel like the Bible and those really weird, screwed up things in the Old Testament and atheists are great at finding the most horrific verses. And, and there are some really bad ones. Like God tells a bear to come out of the woods and eat these 42 children or go rape my daughter and then God blesses the whole thing. I mean, really awful shit, okay? I can't believe that's the message of Jesus. And I kind of believe the reason why Jesus came is God wanted to say, okay, you guys got it all screwed up. Yep. Let mm-hmm. me show you this. This <laughs> is what I'm about, okay? And Let probably set the record straight. Please. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And probably not just Jesus. Maybe it's why he sent, I'm going to get in trouble here, but Muhammad or... Any other other Christ figure, because they've been throughout the history, right? But then, so he comes and shows us how to live. 
It says, I gave you this world. Take care of each other. Love each other. Come mm -hmm. on. Right? And then we don't do it. And we have a world and a generation now that's looking for God. They're looking for Jesus with skin on. Okay? Or, or a God that actually moves and breathes yep. and motivates to suffering and yep. is motivated to help alleviate mm -hmm. suffering. But so often in our American dream version of Christianity, instead we're like, well, us four, no more. I'm good. I get a tax break. I don't care about the immigrant the or the poor or, you know. Individualism. Right. Yeah. And it's like there is not a collective idea that we are the human race. Mm -hmm. And we, if there's a God, he loves us all and he's not, we're not special. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we suffer. And life hurts. And that's when, and I've suffered. I'm not saying this as somebody who hasn't almost lost a child to death. I watched him die. I thought he was going to die. He didn't. He's 25. But yeah. I thought he was going to die. I'm somebody with cancer herself. But I realized at some of my horrific times, some of the most beautiful things have happened to me. But I have let go of a lot of stuff. And I understand why you would let go of the whole thing. But I, I also believe that there might be something, well, you acknowledge you think there might be something bigger than you that yeah. could reveal itself to you. Yeah. But I do get how, how we represent him is so important because your stepfather represented this idea of God in a way that was totally destroyed you. Hate and yeah. Pain. yeah. So you do that to a child and it lasts and there's ramifications for that. So I also should wow. add, I am yeah. part Native American. Oh. And yeah. I've always loved and wanted to learn more about that culture and I've had a hard time because um, my mom is not so much into it and like yeah. we don't know too much about yeah. that side of us. But as a young child, like I could not understand how people that I was, I'm family with, like I've got blood mm -hmm. ties to, like their whole land was just taken I over know. because of. I know. I'm just learning about stuff like that too. I, I, so I didn't realize. It's weird because I'm, I, I mean, I have no ties to it except for just a small part of my mm -hmm. blood, but yet it's always been such a, a thing that I've been so mm -hmm. proud of. And their religion and so many different types mm -hmm. of religions within the Native American culture like just got completely wiped out because of yeah. people saying that the that God's number one and you must listen to this. And like, but that's not mm -hmm. there's so many other and things God, that we can if learn he's from. Real, has been revealing himself to people for since yeah. the beginning of time. Yes. Right? Wait really, two thousand years ago mm -hmm. is just a short time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a blip in history. I, in a similar way, my ancestry, part of it comes from Syria and Lebanon. Yes. And my great-grandfather was a Muslim. And I remember being a little girl watching him use prayer beads. And now, oh. if my relatives, if I had a relative and it, they were young enough, they couldn't even come. Because, oh. you know, if you're from Syria, you can't yeah. come here right now. Mm -hmm. And I, even oh. at a more current level, my son's brain surgeon that saved his life when everybody else in this country... We, you know, referred it out, you know, can you help our kid? Nope, nothing can be done, is, is Lebanese. Oh. And thank God he wasn't born, you know, thank God it wasn't yeah. this year that I needed his services yeah. and he had just come to our country. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, wow. And I'm fascinated. I would love to go back to the homeland, but it's been desecrated, you know? Yeah. And I would love to get in touch with, just to understand my ancestry, but part of it is Islamic. And it's kind of beautiful, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, um, it's really interesting how we look at history and how it's revised. And we put on our rose-colored glasses and, you know, 
Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So. The rose colored glasses. But I love that you guys are talking to me. We are not here screaming at each other in my no, office. No, not at all. Here's three of us who have different perspectives, and we are having respectful dialogue, and I'm so grateful. But I think we should uh-huh. stop, and I'm going to take a walk over there. Oh, the protesters, oh, yes. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, let's yeah, go let's see go what see kind of trouble we can get into. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. We'll talk soon. Oh, Bye-bye. Love you.